Good morning, day, or afternoon. Thank you guys so much for joining Drunk Discussions Podcast. Today, I am joined by, of course, Paul, but also joined by Logan. How y'all doing tonight? Doing good, man. We uh, good. we just got back from dinner because Free we game. were celebrating uh, Paul's weight loss journey. So yeah, uh, he, uh, he owed me his portion. So now I'm just waiting on yours, Connery. Well, my life has currently crumbled apart as my house is not finished yet. So you've got to come in as you got to come in as soon as I'm my not house Russian. Is I'm not Russian. So it's, well, you're American. Right, you yeah. don't want to be a Russian in today's times. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, have you guys at least been pre-gaming? Oh God, so many margaritas. Yeah. Yes. What yes. You guys, what you guys do for? <laughs> yes. What yes. you guys do for dinner? Uh, we did Senior Antonio's, uh, mostly margaritas. It was a liquid diet. <laughs> Senior Antonio's is so good. I, I remember tacos. eating there so much. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Paul had fish tacos, and then I had enchiladas, and it was it was solid. It was good. Solid. What you drinking, you on, Logan? Uh, twisted teas right now, but at the at the uh, restaurant I had margarita, like a traditional margarita. Margarita. What you drinking, margarita. on, Paul? I had two mango frozen margaritas, and I was like, oh, they can't be that bad. No, they were that bad. I was I was like, Sam, you might have to drive. Um. But now I'm drinking on some Buffalo Trace. Some oh, nice, yeah. highly allocated Buffalo Trace. So Sam is back, huh? He's back from he Colorado? Uh, Montana. Montana. He's in town for my father's uh, service. Same with Tyler, actually. Webby Webb. Everybody loves him, too. I'll be damned. Um, so I'm Sorry, like, I can I come in out. and join for a second? I was like, well, we'll see how the night goes. <laughs> Sorry I couldn't make it. I, a lot going on. shit going on. It's understandable. Yeah. Uh, tonight I've been pre-gaming without y'all. Um, that's why hours you red. Yeah, I've been drinking the good old Bane seltzers. I'm a huge fan of the seltzers, and I've also been drinking on some uh, Sherry Cascade tequila by Patron. Some good shit. So, with that, we might as well run that. In. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. So, we're going to jump right into news of the week, and I feel like everybody has been hearing this. Um, obviously, a couple weeks ago, uh, Elon Musk bought 9% of stocks in Twitter, and people were like, ooh, this is going to boost... Twitter's, you know, portfolio going to boost their stock market, which it did. It did increase their stocks. Um, and then, then this week he came out and said, I want to buy you outright and literally sent them an offer saying, Hey, um, this is my proposal, my offer. And after this much time, it's going to go public. Um, so what do you guys feel on, on this info from Elon Musk trying to buy out Twitter? What was it? Like $43 billion. 
Yeah, with him, that's chump change. Well, I mean, he's the, like, other than uh, Putin, right? He said Putin's probably worth more than me, even though Elon himself is worth, what, $243 billion. He was like, let me just go ahead and risk a third. Not even. A quarter of what I'm worth. But I feel like he's feeling like he can improve upon Twitter. Um, some people are like, no, he's going to make it where it's just an open free for all platform. He's going to bring back big bad Trump and he's going to ruin Twitter. Um, I'm kind of in the middle. I, I, I see how people have been kind of ruining Twitter a little bit with saying that, you know, you post something and then it's removed or you're banned. Like, it's like me with TikTok. If I post something and it's not necessarily in their guidelines, they don't even tell you. They just ban you, though. Yeah, but so if he's coming from like an American standpoint, right? Yeah. I mean, who gives a fuck? He could bring back whoever he wants. That's mm-hmm. kind of the point. That's the freedom of speech. I mean, now that's what he's now, going realistically, after. Some people should have freedom of speech, you know, um, and they've already been blocked. But realistically, it's not that big that of a deal. When he, when he was interviewed, they talked about this. He said that he feel like, you know, speech shouldn't be regulated, that at least if they're talking in the, you know, in, in vulgar terms, like if there's hate speech or negative things, um, that it shouldn't be removed, that it should be more monitored that way. Like in these ways, people are being banned and then going to the dark web and making these little like echo chamber private circles that aren't easily detected. He's like, at least we'll be able to monitor them more closely with it not being just like, hey, you can't say that. Boom, you're banned. Yeah, but that kind of, Put some more. I mean, I can see that as being more constrictive of the freedom of speech side of things, right? I mean, think about it like this: is yeah, it's it's not good that they're doing it in the dark side of the web, whatever right. air quotes that may be. But at least it's being seen, right? And if it's being seen, it's good. If it's being controlled and seen, that's that's not that good because then you're really constricting it down. You're able to say. Now I know what this guy's saying, and that's a bad but, thing. Yeah, so, I mean, basically my thought process is I think it, he has an interesting thought process on wokeness, is what he called it. That's an entirely different subject, but I'll try to keep with the program here. No, I think explain the, it. Risk, the risk that you run, though, um, he said specifically the reason that he wanted to buy it out, for, or 43, 48, whatever it was, was because... He could not make the changes that he wanted to make as a 9% shareholder. He was like, there's no way that you make the necessary changes to keep this a a successful venture as a public company. We have to take it private. So he's going to buy out the shares at $54 or whatever it is per share and then take it private so that he can make the necessary changes. But I think the risk that you run, um, obviously, what he's trying to do is you... Everyone has the freedom to post whatever they want on Twitter. And I think his what he's thinking is people can then comment on that post. Instead of just like banning the post and making it not viewable, people can comment on that post and state their opinion as well. And so it's like you have the freedom to say whatever you want, but you're not without consequences. And I think that's the way it should be. But when you when you Ooh. have people banned and they go to the dark web like what Paul's talking about, you have a bunch of people with the same ideals who have searched out this platform to speak and they're all, it's an echo chamber. They're all of the same mind and they're just bouncing ideas off of each other without any checks in place. 
So I, I always think of like the family guy where it like tunes in. And it's like, do you disagree? No, we all agree at the same thing. We're, we're all the same. But yeah, no, I agree with you on that, Logan. I mean, that makes sense, though. It really does. Um, but apparently they've already rejected the offer. Um, so that's kind of disappointing. So we'll see where it goes from there. Um, I mean, from there, though, he said he's a 9% shareholder, right? right? So he was like, I'll just sell my stocks on the open market if you don't, if you're not reasonable. And what does that do to the company if he sells 10% essentially of the company? It'll drop their stocks like a mofo. And I'm going to drink oh, to that. <laughs> Apparently, we're drinking to the death of Twitter. I mean, it's not it's not the worst of things. Right. So, everyone, take a shot, because we're going into the next one. And I know... Let me crack this guy open. Oh, it's nice and cold. Uh, last week, and a few weeks before that, I've been talking about the James Webb Telescope, and I'm talking about it again. Because guess what? What? They hit... They hit the cold. They hit the coldest of cold. They hit super cold. So the James Webb Telescope MRI instrument goes super cold. So they have finally brought the sensors that are going to be detecting everything in the universe to a decidedly chilly negative 267 degrees Celsius or 6 degrees above absolute zero um, the cool thing about that is this telescope is able to reach and look into the Big Bang. So here in the next week or two, the beginning just, of everything, yeah. as far as we know, we're going to be able to look into the beginning of everything, which is pretty fucking cold, 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 <laughs> cold. But uh, this is something that in the past six months, this telescope's basically been preparing for. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, you know. This telescope being able to look back into basically space and time, essentially, uh, is able to focus in on things that we've never been able to look at before. I mean, you have the Hubble telescope, the most revolutionary telescope in the past that's been able to look deep into space and observe things that humankind have never been able to observe before is now able to observe and look into. Um but yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I would imagine in the next coming weeks or months, you're going to start seeing images popping up across the feed of uh, the James Webb Telescope looking 7,000 light years from Earth, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. I mean, because light, you know, because light, how that works and all. And like, you know, when it comes to you, you're you're seeing it from, you know, 7,000 years ago, whatever it is, right? Right? Yeah. It's it's the spectrographs. So the spectrographs on it will not only reveal the chemistry, temperature, density, and velocity of the objects that are in its view, but it's just, it's going to give us images of what it's viewing. And that's something that fucking, it's, it's really fucking cool. I, I, it's just, I mean, there's no other mind. way to put it. That's it's an, it's a strive for human science and, and, and humankind in general. I mean, one day, I mean, you just think about it, right? 60, 50 years ago, you had a telescope looking at the moon. We put people on the moon and then you had, you know, instruments looking at Mars and we haven't put people on Mars, but you know, we've put instruments yes. on Mars yet. yet. But these are things in observation that are not only going to say, you know what, this is something in the distance we really need to put an astrophysicist on, but it's something that we really need to pay focus to. 
Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I think I need to do more research because I have a hard time even wrapping my mind around the uh, the concept of the James Webb Telescope and how exactly how much it's able to do for us as far as scientific discovery. Is that is that bald headed motherfucker behind you, Tyler? Paul? That is, that is Tyler. Look at Tyler. He, he's putting my snake away right now. Yeah, he is. Giving it some attitude, it sounds like. Giggity. Get your ass in the cage, motherfucker. <laughs> so I have an interesting piece of news. What you got? Um, you know, you know about Joe Biden, right? That guy? That yeah. guy, you Mr. President? Mr. That, President. That person. Yeah. So you know you know about how like gas prices have been pretty high? Like kind of unreasonably high, you know? Fair enough. A little yeah. bit, just a little. Not so, here in the United States, but everywhere. Mr. Joe mm-hmm. said that um, they're going to start selling leases to drill for oil and gas on federal lands again starting next week. So About that they time. can lower the gas prices. Um, well, they say that it's going to take like six months to a year before the, the new drilling would be able to produce any additional supply and bring down the cost. But I think long term, like, I don't know. I look the way I see it is when it comes to gas prices or petrol prices, the U S is actually some of the lowest in financial data across last week across the world. Right. The U S is actually doing really well on it, but when it comes to starting up those types of uh, machinery and things like that, yeah, it, it, it makes sense why it's four, six a year out. It's because, and 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 this is a, a personal opinion. It's going to make sense that these things are going to start dropping in price when the re-election starts kind of popping up. Just like uh, you know, school uh, tuition. We all saw in the news, right? That fucking uh, the tuition got forgiveness, forgiveness. Uh, not even the prices forgiven, but interest rates and all that other stuff have gotten forgiven for the next six months, a year, or whatever See? it was. Here's the thing I don't understand, because like if you look at over the overall uh, price now for crude oil uh, on an international market, it's actually to the exact price a little higher than it was before the Ukraine war. Obviously, during that when it started, it shot up, but now it's dropped back down. So you're looking at like why are the prices still what they are across the world, even though the crude oil cost has dropped, and you have to look at these companies and go, um, they're making a lot of fucking money. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious on the major companies that are producing and drilling for this oil. I mean, they're the ones that are controlling these prices. It's not it's not the government by no. any means. You look at Canada, you look at Mexico, you look at the UK, you look at fucking Ukraine, you look at China, you look at Japan. Everyone else's petrol or fuel prices are through the roof. I mean, the US, when I said the US's fuel prices are lower than everyone else, yeah, if you put it on the U.S. dollar scale, the the next cheapest fuel is Canada, and it's two dollars a gallon more than what the U.S. is paying right now, right? And you you know why that is, right? Why? It's because we've been dipping into our reserves. That's the only reason we can keep it down, is we've been going into our reserves to make it more economically sound. Because I mean, if we were paying seven, eight dollars like some of these countries were a gallon. Um, there'd be civil unrest. There, there, yeah, there'd be extreme unrest. There, there would be people talking about revolution and stupid shit. Like, 
Yeah, and that's the only reason is we've been dipping into our reserves. So it's crazy. It's almost like the government's almost trying to do their job. Rarely they they do, but it seems at this point they're trying is the keyword. Keyword is trying. It sucks. And, it, <laughs> and honestly, to some of our listeners that are around the world, we know you listen. We we see you. Um, you are more than welcome to give us some two cents, and we'll read them off. I mean, uh, obviously, we are a little bit more biased to American um, ideology and politics because oh, I don't know. We're American and we live here. Um, but you were say you were say. Fucking fuck. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got to get their dollar before it hits your tank, right? Right. I mean, from the people drilling it to the people processing it, I mean, to the people transporting it, which transportation is becoming a serious issue. I mean, it was for the last couple of years, but people don't want to go back to work now because they say people don't want to go back to work, but really what it is is they found better jobs or higher paying jobs while other industries were laying off and those jobs have allowed them more freedoms than they had in the past. Yeah. But yeah, that's the best way of putting it. I don't know. It, it's definitely going to be talk of the town come election time for sure. But everybody have a drink. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. I tell you what, I'd love to get sponsored by Buffalo Trace. It's for the price. It's so fucking smooth. Oh my God. What was that? You were talking about blends, right? Mm-hmm. Since we're not going to be releasing this at the time of recording, we might as well, right? I'm going to try to get a bottle. I have um, a guy that let me let me know where they would be at on Saturday. I'm going. I'm waking up early tomorrow. Probably hungover. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can get one. I'm going to bring my little chair, pop out chair, and be one of those freaking guys who waits in line early in the morning to get it. Um, so wish me luck, um, because that is the the creme de la creme. Um, for bourbons. I mean, well, I guess it wouldn't. Pappy's would be creme de la creme, but I don't have fucking thousands of dollars to drop on a bottle of freaking bourbon. <laughs> Blends is pretty good, though. I've had it before. Oh, yeah. I've heard only good things. You just need to do better, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask before we start, Yakov. Yeah. Um, I do have a story from this week that I thought was pretty funny that's never happened to me before in my life. And I was going to see if you guys had any stories you'd like to share. Um, and I wanted to see Logan's reaction. I told Sam it while we were at Senior Antonio's. But um, so today, or when yesterday, so Thursday, um, you know, I was driving, doing my route, and uh, I had to use the restroom. You know, I had to go number two, and I uh, I stopped at a UDF, and my dumbass, you know, I usually look to see if there's TP in there before I start going. I did not. Um, I get done getting ready to go on my route. And I was like, ah, there's no fucking toilet paper. I am looking everywhere. Nothing. And it's not like a big open one where there's multiple stalls. This is a single bathroom. Like it's just you in the door and a, a sink. I'm thinking of everything possible. I sat there for like three minutes. I was like, fuck it. I am literally just going to call the store. Like I know the lady up there. I come in here every week to get my Mountain Dew and shit. She's a nice you know, lady. So I call the store and I'm like, Listen, this is a really weird request, but um, I'm literally in the men's restroom and you're out of toilet paper. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll bring it right back. I was like, awesome. And uh, I kind of sat up, leaned a little bit, undid the lock, thinking that, you know, I can open the door and, and get a thing of toilet paper. So I'm just sitting there, pants around my freaking ankles. And this woman opens the door, looks at me, like, ass kind of hanging off the seat and everything, legs down. I was like, 
okay, thank you. And she just tosses it to me and like kind of hesitates and then shuts the door. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, that's kind of fucking weird. So I do my business. I wipe up and I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. And I, just, I feel like I had to say something. So I was like, hey, sorry about that again. I bet that was really awkward. And she's like, oh, you, you think it's funny? It's actually happened before, but no one's actually ever called the store. It's like, okay. And I'm literally exiting the door. And I shit you not. I didn't know what to say. She goes, by the way, nice calves. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. And just opened the door and left. I didn't know what to say to that. That blindsided me. I've never had someone that like, never had that experience ever in my life. Like, oh, what you're gonna say after I just apologize? Uh, nice calves. Be better if every time, every time she came in, or every time you came in there from now on, she just called you calves. Oh, I would never, I would never go in there again. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny as fuck, dude. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I right, right. I need to knock on wood. I need to find some wood somewhere because if I've that ever happened to me, I would like... panic, dude. Oh, nice calves. I'd be Ugh. like, all right, do I just like, do, what do you do? Like, I've heard stories, I, mm -hmm. Connery's story about taking off his underwear and wiping his ass with it and throwing it away. I, might I wasn't do that, doing bro. that. No, because I, I was wearing that. buck naked underwear and those are $35. I'm not doing that. I even in my head, I was like, you know what? I could just wipe it with my hands and just like wash my hands. But Ugh. I was like, exactly. I was like, I'm not going to do that either. That's <laughs> fucking gross. So I was like, I'm just going to call the store. And, you know, it worked, but then she had to make it fucking awkward. And, like, oh, nice cat. At least she didn't say, like, nice ass or something, but, like, hey. You probably got such a laugh out of it, knowing that she made you uncomfortable, because I know the face you make. Yeah, and I was just, like. she definitely saw that face. I, I wanted to be, like, thank you, but I just kind of opened the door and left. I was, like, <laughs> I don't know what to say in response to this, so I'm just going to leave. I mean, is it better than nice cock? I mean, she didn't see my cock. I mean, I had my hand kind of over that. Uh, and, you know. Well, you know. I guess enough. in the situation, if it was out and she said that, it would probably be, okay, thanks for the compliment. But now you know that woman's thinking about it and has seen your penis. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of begs the question about hair products. Okay. Are we going back no. to hair products again? Yeah, I use hairspray every day, dude. Yeah. So there's this uh, new product on the shelf that targets just for men. Did you hear about the new hair product? No. I mean, I'm, like, I'm listening for you. You're in my news for right now. <laughs> oh. So there is this new hair product by Jada Pickett-Smith called Just for Other Men. I hate you. <laughs> so we're just jumping into the Yakov right now. Cool. Oh. Yikes. Uh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Fresh Prince. Uh. Keep my wife's tonic off your fucking mouth. No, I'm kidding. You hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. Huh. Great food, but no atmosphere. Mm. How do you name a Chinese baby girl? Oh, God. I'm scared. What? You don't. You uh, just get rid of it. Uh, I'm drinking. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is actually credit to my dad. Oh, what do you good. call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. <laughs> my dad told me the same joke. <laughs> I think it's Thanks, a dad dads. exclusive, honestly. It's, it's a dad exclusive. Did you tell them they were the Lord's chips? 
Lord's chips. <laughs> I believe in science. What's the number one reason for pedophilia? Oh God! Don't just uh, don't finish that. I think I know. Be... Oh, that's fine. It's fine. I won't. He's gonna finish it. Sexy I kids. Oh, I okay. hate you. <laughs> oh no. Oh. The guy who right. stole my diary just died. My thoughts yeah. are with his family. Oh. I drink to that one. <laughs> I went to an antenna wedding. Ceremony ceremony was kind of boring, but the reception was great. If genitals were a brand, what would you call a trans woman's vagina? What? I can't believe it's not pussy. Thanks, Dave Chappelle. Last night, me and my wife watched three movies back to back. Yeah. Luckily, I was the one facing the TV. What do uh, my dad and Nemo have in common? What? They both can't be found. Ukrainian. Oh, fuck. I, I don't know why I'm reading this one. <laughs> Say what you want about child molesters. At least they drive slowly in a school zone. I've heard that one. I know. I love it, though. It's sad, but it's, it's a great dark joke. Have you guys heard of Little Johnny jokes? Mm, no. no. What are Little Johnny jokes? Okay, so here's one for you, all right? Teacher, what a strange pair of socks, Johnny. One of your socks is green and the other is red. Johnny, yes, it is very strange. I have another pair at home exactly the same. Oh. Mm -hmm. What do you call an, uh what do you call a coffin that you can't enter? What? One in the ground? <laughs> Occupied. <laughs> Welcome back to Plastic Surgery Anonymous. Nice to see so many new faces. Shitty. I know. It was a disappointing right. one. Here's another little Johnny one. Little Johnny walks into school one day to find a substitute in place of his regular teacher. She says, hello, class. I'm Miss Prussy. When you say my name, class, remember it has an R after the first letter. The entire class says, hello, Miss Prussy. A few days later, the regular teacher is still sick. When little Johnny gets to his desk, the teacher asks what her name is. Johnny thinks hard and says to the teacher, I remember it has an R after the first letter. That's right, she coaxed. Then after a few seconds, little Johnny says, Miss Crunt? Oh. A man is walking down the beach and comes up on a woman with no arms and no legs uh, crying. Man asks, what's the matter? The woman says, I've never been hugged before. The man, moved by compassion, leans down and gives her a hug and begins continuing down the beach. Seconds after he leaves, he hears sobbing once more and turns around. The man asks, what's wrong now? The woman says, I've never been kissed before. The man bends down and gives her a kiss on the cheek, then continues on his way once again. A few seconds later, she starts crying uncontrollably, and the man thinks, My God, what now? He turns around back to her. The man says, What's the matter now? The woman says, I've never been fucked before. The man then proceeds to pick up the woman and throw her into the ocean and says, Now you're fucked! <laughs> oh, I'll drink to that one. Yeah. Why don't churches have Wi-Fi? Why? Because they can't compete with an invisible force that works. Ooh. That's a... Uh, <laughs> is Tyler nearby when he said that? 
So my teacher like, said, no. <laughs> my teacher said, if you think about anything long enough, it gets easier. I said, I don't know about that, miss. Last night I was thinking about you for a bit and it just got harder. <laughs> so, um, Stephen Hawking walks into a bar. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. No, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. God damn it. I'm drinking that one. <laughs> All right, so another little Johnny one for you. I love these, dude. You got to look them up. But about to. Little Johnny asks, "Mommy, where do babies come from?" His yep. mother replies, "The stork brings them." You ready? Yeah. Little Johnny puzzled asks, "Then who fucks the stork?" <laughs> <laughs> America is just like Fortnite. People try to build walls. No, just kidding. You get off the bus and start shooting. Oh. Oh. oh, son, son to dad, ready? Dad, why is my name experience? Dad, experience is simply the name we give to our mistakes. Oh, fuck. Tell uh, me, Johnny, for... said his oh. teacher, if your father borrowed $100 and promises to pay $10 a week, how much will he owe in seven weeks? $100, said Johnny. I'm afraid you don't know your math very well, said the teacher. I may not know my, wa- my math, said Johnny, but I know my father. <laughs> Speaking of family, sex for the first time is like riding a bike. You got your dad's back, and your mom has your camera. What the fuck, man? I don't know. I Why don't can't know. orphans play baseball? Why? They don't know where home is. Hmm. That's a Preston joke, you know? It's a Preston joke. It really is. You got to leave that for the orphans. <laughs> I love oh, you, Preston. Oh, <laughs> I love you, Preston. Our viewers <laughs> didn't even know he was an orphan. Oh. So, the Sunday school teacher is a little concerned that his kids might be a little confused about Jesus. So he asks his class, Where's Jesus today? And little Susie replies, He's in heaven. And little Mary replies, He's in my heart. And little Johnny says he's in the bathroom. Teacher says, how do you know this? Little Johnny says, well, every morning my father gets up, bangs on the bathroom door and yells, Jesus Christ, are you still in there? <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. Jesus. I honestly don't. This one is, I feel like so bad, but I can't, it's so bad. And I laughed at it. So I'm going to drink, but I'll t- say it. Ready? <clears throat> what does a blind, deaf, quadriplegic baby get for Christmas? What? Answer. Uh, and with that, mm. let's go yep. into let's go into the listener <laughs> okay, wait, questions. Wait, no, wait, no, wait. no, let, no, let no, me, no. Let, let me, I, I, no. I had this one lined up. I have to. to break the dungeon. <laughs> I have to. I have to because I can't end on that note. It's too much. Oh, okay. All right. So little Johnny catches his parents going at it, and he says, "Hey, Dad, what you doing?" And his father says. I'm filling your mom's tank. And Johnny okay. says, oh, yeah, well, you better get a model that gets better mileage because the milkman filled her up this morning. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, we can end on that one. Yeah, that's, well, that's a good one. That was a good one. That was a good, I had another one after that, and it was about a priest, but we'll get into that later. No, no oh. save that for next no, time. No, save yeah. it. Uh, oh. So let's see. 
we actually had some listener questions. Let's, um, let's, so let's this one came from, from Jared. Uh, and I know, Connery, I sent this one to you because I was interested, and I know you did some research. Uh, but Jared from here in Columbus, Ohio, asked us, have we ever read or looked into the information regarding our U.S. elites and Moloch the Owl? So I didn't know a lot about it, so I sent that to you. So you did the research. What is he talking about? Uh, so, yeah, he's talking about the Bohemian Grove, I believe. Is so, that the shit that Alex Jones, Mr. Turn the Frogs Gay, talked about? Yeah, so he supposedly in the year 2000 went to the Bohemian Grove. And the Bohemian Grove is a campground in Monterio, California. And essentially, it's a bunch of super elites, right? The, the powerful ones um, go to, to uh, essentially just party, live like just dudes essentially pissing on trees hand fucking themselves in public shit like that go to um so the most richest and powerful men in the world gather at a 2700 acre campground in monterio california for two weeks there's heavy drinking super secret talks druid worship um they're uh basically worshiping redwoods the trees redwoods and this owl that they're referring to is a giant owl that's carved into one of these redwoods. Um, the The idea of this is essentially taking a super rich person out of the classy wine and dine into their like frontier culture, uncivilized interest. Um, essentially, what they would consider as common men, uh, just a group of dudes, right? Group of dudes hanging out, jerk each other off, and smoke a bunch of weed. So I have. I have two things on this because I've kind of heard about it. I'm no no expert by any means. Uh, the first one is didn't like Richard Nixon get invited to this, and he said it was like a bunch of like people trying to get blackmail on shit. Yeah, and hold on, that's the first question. No, Richard. Have... So Nixon and Reagan, two presidents, were actually photographed there uh, at the Bohemian Grove. Well, more than that, I know that Jimmy Carter said he's been there. The Bushes have been there. The Clintons, like a bunch of elites and presidents and like senators and stuff. Um, but my second thing is, you know, everyone, we're into slur spiracy, obviously. We're here now. We're drunk. We're into yeah. conspiracy. We're there um, because of you, Jared. So thanks. Um, wouldn't it be a kick in the ass? Because we always say like the elites know more than we do, right? Everyone has that conspiracy. They're hiding shit from us. They know something we don't. Wouldn't it be a real twisted, like, kick in the ass if, like, they knew, like, they're worshiping this other deity that, like, this could be the main religion and, like, people are worshiping that and these elites are worshiping that, but not, like, the rest of us? I don't know. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, the same people that were there were the people that were involved in the Manhattan Project. Um, You had Richard Nixon. You had Reagan. You had the Bushes there. I mean... Other deities, maybe, but it's really just imagine us as guys going out to a campsite and pissing on the woods. But it's That's not just guys; women, is. women are invited too. Yeah, no, there were Elite women, women invited too. to it. Yeah, and there were. It's I mean, it's not as common. Really I know isn't. Alex said something about like they had a bundle of sticks that resembled like a human sacrifice, and they burned it and stuff. So and... they actually did burn. Um, bodies, but they also burn sticks, things like that, to basically show as a sacrifice. 
Uh, they would also do wild animals, and their purpose was of it uh, to become uncivilized to civilization, essentially, to become that of civilized, or sorry, uh, that of uncivilized uh, common men. Um, there wasn't really much about women when I was doing my research. Uh, some quotes that I got from a few different websites just searching around was saying that the people that gather around the Bohemian Grove, who included prominent business leaders, former U.S. presidents, musicians, oil bar uh, barons, are told that weaving spiders not come here, meaning business deals are to be left outside. So essentially, it was a bunch of business people that came together to escape from everything that was business-oriented, essentially, and just kind of unwind. One exception, though, was in 1942, when a planning for the Manhattan Project actually took place. And if you don't know the Manhattan Project, that was the creation of the atom bomb that was dropped in Nagasaki and um, Hiroshima. So that was one of those few coincidences that are on record of not oh. being actually associated to anything other than the man, uh, the man, um, the Bohemian. So you're telling growth. me that they had a meeting like freaking Robert Oppenheimer and Albert Einstein and all these motherfuckers are like, okay, well, we're here, we're fucked up, but let's talk about this atom bomb again. Yeah, so... It's kind of weird because what there is, is essentially this club is really hush-hush. It's something that, you know, Alex Jones, he put his commentary on it. You know, the guy that said frogs are turning gay. His commentary was completely inaccurate, but his video footage was accurate. Yes, there is this giant owl that's carved out of one of these red uh, redwood trees. Yes, there is this group of people that get together and discuss things, but they're not really talking about things that can make anything, you know. Yeah, but that was also he was caught pretty early too and thrown out, wasn't he? Well, so, I mean, you think about it, right? 1942, there was talks about the atom bomb. 1967, there was an actual picture taken of Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. These are actual timeline photos i mean this is something that's been happening before the 1900s this is a place in u.s history that people get together and talk you know um there was another infiltrator philip west who was a guest for seven days in 1989 uh the, the waiting list was 33 years long and the grove was discovered by thousands of members West, uh, he decided to publish the Insider Special Inside Bohemian Grove uh, in 1989, writing, You know you're inside the Bohemian Grove when you come down a trail in the woods and hear piano music from amid a group of tents. And then, a, uh, uh, then once you cross around a bend, uh, see a man from uh, which a beer in one hand and urinated in the bushes. This is the most glorified in ritual encampment, the freedom of powerful men uh, to pee wherever they like. A right of the club has been invoked trying to fight government anti-sex discrimination efforts and one curtailed only when it comes to a few popular redwoods just outside the dining circle. So realistically, what they have described the Bohemian Grove to be is a bunch of dudes just getting together to piss among the trees and bullshit. You Nothing. Think they, do you think they trip trip sack like doing drugs and shit, or is it just drinking? I mean, would you? I would probably. Probably yeah. people are probably just fucking fucked up in all different ways. I don't. If if 
if you had to put it in my perspective, if I was given a access, and, and by the way, you can receive access to this if you're not associated with any public mediation, but you also pay a $25,000 entry fee. And with inflation, I'm sure it's popped up to at least a million, right, in the past eight years. Uh, that was a good joke, by the way. Fuck all of you. Um, <laughs> if you were to grant be granted access in this, I realistically say that you pay twenty five grand to just a pee in the woods with a bunch of rich fucks. Get drunk and probably talk, and you know they probably they definitely. I know it says no business, but like, come on, they're doing business. Oh, I'm sure no they're doing way. business. What stocks are you trading in, Reagan? You know, yeah, I'm sure this. I'm sure in the it's Bohemian happened. Grove, but Do you realistically, think Obama's been there. Yeah, absolutely. I think any powerful media or uh, presidential influence has been to the Bohemian Grove. Well, I mean, that's you say you where couldn't, they go. You just said you couldn't be invited if you're involved in media. So if no, you're involved in media. Like, without representation, right? Like yeah. you can get in as just like any old person as long as you have the money. Is that what you were getting at? Mm-hmm. So that's I what it was saying. The last there too, thing I saw. Yeah. The last thing that I saw is if you pay $25,000 and you're not associated with media, you can get into this because it shows that you have a influential power of such. But that was, that was in 2000. That was in 2000. So 20, 22 years ago. So yeah, it's definitely gone up. It's probably like you said, probably like a half a million dollars to get in. Yeah. The Bezos and the, and you know, Zuckerberg's and all, you know, Musk's they're probably all there. I don't think they're doing it because you don't think so. They're, They're so, just probably private against it, you know, private about it. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it's switched from the Bohemian Grove to somewhere else. If they're all getting together, I really I think so. I, part of me wonders, though, like Jared said specifically in his question, Ohio officials, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So he knows. He obviously he knows something that we don't know. Probably Wait, is it I mean, Ted Cruz? I'd Ted like Cruz to hear is more Texas. about it. Oh. I would like to hear more about it, though, Jared. So if you have more information that you want to share, please send it my way. I think I remember hearing about, like, Lex Wessner going out there, too. I mean, there's probably rich Ohioans in general. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the McConnells and fucking people... Who are the te- the people that own the fucking the Cleveland Browns? I, you know, who knows? All these millionaires in Ohio probably have gone, too. Millionaires around the country, like well, Connery said. I definitely believe... I'm I'm... You know what? I put my I put my bets on a hundred percent. I bet Lex Wexner, considering he owns Victoria's Secret, he owns um, Limited, which is all Bath of those and Body brands. Works. He owns basically all of Ohio medical centers. I definitely believe Lex Wexner has been to one of these. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. That's, that's what I have uh, on the Bohemian Grove, and I did my research. I could not find anything. I don't think Lex Ohio. has been there recently, though, because, I mean, his his health has definitely declined, including everything going on with, you know, I don't know, being Epstein's best I mean, fuck, I friend. Sold, I sold Lex Wexner one of his Escalades. We put $20,000 into his um, refurb of his yeah. Escalades. I mean, and you know we, what's sad is it's probably not even his. It's probably one of his freaking bodyguard stuff. Not even his be. that he drives. It could in. be. He put $20,000 into refurbing one of his Escalades. Just having bulletproof glass, heavier steel, door reframes put in. I mean, 
That's yeah. nothing for that guy. And I he mean, never showed up. He had somebody else sign for it. So. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't deal with us peasants. No way. Us peasant swines. We're fucking peasants. We have any other questions, Paul? Or any other Wait. comments? We got two of the same questions really asked. They were worded differently, but from uh, overall the basis, the same. One uh, from Jared as well, who just did our last one. And then from Will from Cincinnati. Uh, they were talking about... Uh, have we ever looked into any of the stolen ideas and, and um, designs from Nikola Tesla from when he died? Uh, apparently, the government took a bunch of his uh, work from once he passed. And they're asking, have we looked into any of those? And honestly, I'm going to be honest, I have not. I think Logan has a little bit. Connor, have you ever heard of any of these ideas that have been taken once Nikola Tesla died? Uh, I haven't heard of any of them. I'm actually looking up. As we speak, no. Shit. Yeah, I mean, so there was a lot of files of Nikola Tesla's that went missing after he passed away, and the FBI declassified some of the files that they had on Nikola Tesla, actually, in really? 2018. Yep. And so the question then becomes, what was in those files, and right. did they release them all? Right. Um. I mean, he was he was Serbian American, and he was an apprentice to Thomas Edison. And so there, there's all kinds of, I mean, what did Thomas Edison do? You know, he invented the light bulb. And, and well, what did a lot Tesla of people do? also said that Thomas Edison was more, instead of an inventor, he was more of a thief and he would like take people's ideas and then patent them before they could even, uh, you know, acquire a patent. So how many of those ideas were actually even his originally? Yeah, I mean, and so there's one particular idea that made, Tesla go his own way, and that was um, direct current energy. So he believed that he could wire essentially electricity into every American home so that he could light up the light bulbs. And obviously we have that now, but he basically was like, Tesla, if you can do this, I'll give you $50,000. And so um, Tesla went out and he, he did it. He got it done and um, got them all fixed. And then Edison was like, yeah, I'll give you a $10 raise a week. No. Yep. An employer screwing his employee? That never (laughs) happens. So he quit as Edison's apprentice and then went on and essentially, um, instead of going direct current, he went AC, which is what's predominantly used today, not direct current anymore. But um, yeah, he... he, he pretty much took it and ran with it. And he's got all kind. I mean, Nikola Tesla has so many inventions that he came up with in his time. And we probably know about like 10 of them. Right. And speculation. I mean, you can go wild with it. He invented a flying car for all we know. Yeah. But I think so, uh, something that he was working on, I could be wrong. At least a rumor was that he was working on electrolysis so that you could power cars with tap water. The death rate, though. Rate. The death ray, though, was something that they actually found being very possible. Really? In the 1980s, yeah. So, wait, my thing is, is we've had more than one coincidence, wink, wink, of where someone, you know, makes a a, a water-typed car or something that runs on water, and then they all of a sudden get... Disappear. Yeah, they get murdered, or, I mean, they get suicided, sorry. Uh, So, do you think, if that's possible, like, do you think that Tesla was... Was he was suicided? Um, I mean, he died in his 80s. I don't think so. Yeah. You don't think so? 
I just don't think that time time frame for somebody of that age. I I mean, all it takes is a strong arm and a pillow for an 80 year old shit. I think they were happy with all that he was doing, honestly, because he was definitely progressing us forward. Right. um, In a lot of ways. And so they were probably like, you should keep this stuff quiet, you know, and just write it on papers and file them away. It will come take them when you die. So you don't what about with all the conspiracy theorists of people going like, yo, he was an alien working for the U.S. government. Uh If in 2016, Obama was like, hey, look, let's declassify some stuff, which he did. It kind of begs the question of, okay, what else is still classified from Tesla? If stuff is still classified, which it actually technically is, is, then is he an alien or is he just fucking smart? Nope, he's an alien. Still, you're talking 48, 40, almost 50 years of information that this guy's had, right? He said, this is how you do this. It's still classified. Fucking nuts. I mean, it, it, it says something. When the death ray, what he had described as the death ray program, is still in effect in the 80s, um, is still using Tesla's ideas to power its technology. This is stuff that's still technically classified. It just it boggles my mind why it would still be classified after all this time. It just shows you how far ahead of the times he really was. And then that's why, I, again, people that are in this conspiracy mindset take it to the nth degree. Like, he was so far ahead of his time, he had to have been from a different world or a different time. There's no way he was just that smart. And it's I like, we, I, I, I do too. And in a sound body of mind, like, you know, we have people every day that are just that different, that smart, so much farther ahead than us. We have kids now that are going to be changing our future forever. There's people on TikTok right now putting videos up of their vehicle running off of water. And guess what happens? It's removed. It's removed. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, look, it's already happening. It's been happening for 40 years. Crazy that? Scientological. That's not a that's word. Not, that's not a word. <laughs> Scientology. <laughs> so, you know what? Fuck it. Crazy scientifically <laughs> things have been happening. Words are best. hard during Slurspears. Yeah, they're very hard. Have been happening for over 40 years. And these are things that are not able to be described from my intellect scientific strides. scientifically <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be the name of this podcast now scientifically <laughs> yeah. but no seriously i mean there's crazy things that are happening and still are to this day happening and we're and thankfully even though media as controlled as it is a few things still pass by that we're able to view and watch and- and see. Now we just need happening. Daddy Musk to unlock Twitter so we can see everything. I don't like you calling him Daddy. I really don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? Is I had this like I wouldn't say epiphany, but a thing. You know, all we have for people running for president are these rich old billionaires. Yeah. I really do think like later, way down the line, do you think Musk would ever run for president, or could he even? Because he is—he's he's American, isn't he? Is was he born in America? Is he? An Amer- yeah, he's American citizen. Logan, you look it up. How old is Daddy Musk? I don't that think man... I Daddy Musk. Yeah, just just type in Daddy Musk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
He's like 50, so he can run for president. He can yeah, run he can, for president. Thirty. I don't know if he is. I mean, he is an American citizen, but I don't know how, for how long he's been an American citizen. Because I'm pretty but sure he's president. You years. have to be. You have to be an American-born citizen, though. And he was born in South years. Africa, so he couldn't run. You're wrong. He could not run. But you know who could run? His son. How do you say that exactly? I don't know. I don't know his son's name. It's something Asterix. like... Asterix. What is this daughter or son's name? Ash. Isn't he... He's coming out with a second child, isn't he? He's coming... Yeah, it's the, it's the, new, the new updated model. The sequel. Yeah, the, the, the sequel. The updated model. I think that's the name, actually. Sequel. After the sequel. program. It's yeah. the Model 2. <laughs> AI 2. You know what would be crazy? If Elon updates his program model to be the name of his firstborn's name. I it's think no one like could pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible marketing idea. I'm pretty sure it's A plus 12 IQ dash something like that. I mean, I mean, not on top of must, but we have all these billionaires, multi-multi-billionaires that potentially could run for office later on, like freaking Mark Zuckerberg or freaking... Um, I don't What's think you Bezos? understand. Like these motherfuckers, uh, no, you have that much money, and then you you have the money in the world, and they just no. get old out of time. Like fuck it, I have nothing else to do. I don't think you understand how fucking rich Elon Musk is. He could Stupid. buy Facebook. Yeah, he could buy out Mark Zuckerberg and be fine. He could oh, buy yeah. a large portion of this country. But he could buy a lot of countries out there. I mean, he's richer than most countries. Like, if you wanted to be like, yo, um, I'm going to walk up and buy Sierra Leone for pocket change, he could. Well, he could buy South Africa. Nah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah, I don't know. South Africa is one of the just, richer countries in Africa. He just, like, bought California. He could. He'd fix the inflation rate. But... <laughs> uh, look, if I was to buy a country or a continent or a state, it wouldn't be called California by, <laughs> by any means. If you could, if you could buy a country anywhere in yeah. the world, not just not a state, let's leave America out of it. But you could buy a country. What country would it be? Russia. This is such an American thing to talk about. Yeah. I know, right? Might as well do it. We're American. Let's do it. I'd buy Russia in a heartbeat. I mean, Morocco, that's a big country. Morocco. OK, OK. Yeah, that's a good country. Morocco would or be dope. Country. I'd probably buy like New Zealand. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Hey, Connery's like, I take it back. I change my answer. I take it back. <laughs> Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit have been filmed there. I de declare. They're taking the Hobbits to Isengard. He could Shale buy Ohio. <laughs> he could buy who? He could buy Ohio. He could buy Ohio. Yeah, Not he couldn't buy Florida though. Connery, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, he probably want him to buy Florida. No. He'd be like, get me away from DeSantis. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. With all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. You can stay tuned every single Monday on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts or wherever podcasts can be found. You can find our merch on Redbubble. And... If you guys keep sending in your information, like I said, we will give you a, a shout out every single episode. We thrive from everything you give us. So thank you all to our supporters and our followers. We couldn't do this without you.
Love you guys. Have a good week.